Hello and welcome to the simplicity of happiness when more is too much. This podcast offers tips and techniques for a better life. And here's your host, Flo. Hello and welcome back. And before I start with today's episode, I want to remind you once more that you can access all my premium content at patreon.com slash flojo where I am giving away half of the donations for children's education in Zanzibar. Hello and welcome back to the Simplicity of Happiness podcast. After a long time, another episode from the uh, mountains, uh, from our uh, chalet Heidi, where we had the first snow yesterday. So winter is coming and I hope for, well, at least another four weeks of um, at least some sunshine and no snow yet, um, as I am not that prepared for winter yet. Nevertheless, today, an episode about spirituality and science, or science and spirituality, one or the other or both all together. Imagine that one day we can explain everything on earth through science. Every aspect of it, how life evolved, how life is changing, and even the creation of life. Imagine we completely understand every single bit of the genes and we could manufacture life ourselves. Imagine mankind could create life. And all of that wouldn't be a risk because we understand everything about the earth, the universe, the whole cosmos. I mean... Imagine that. And that day, there would be no room left for religion or spirituality because everything can be explained. Everything is a matter of cause and reaction, right? Well, I believe this to be exactly the opposite. The more we know, the more we realize that we don't know. That's like climbing on a mountain or climbing in a mountain range. At the beginning you see some kind of peak and then you start ascending and once you reached that point where you thought it's a peak, you see even higher mountains behind that. And you can, maybe you can go on and on for days and days and you will just discover new mountains and mostly even higher mountains. So the more you see, the higher you go up, the more you see the next mountain is even bigger. And I think that's like knowledge. When you gain more knowledge, you understand so many other aspects of life that you did not even know that they existed before. And all of a sudden, for each thing that you learn, there you discover new th two new things that you didn't or that you haven't heard of before. So in relation to 
all that you think there is, you know even a smaller percentage. I mean, in total, you are gaining, but you realize you know even less. And I think that this might even happen when we can explain everything. Because then you have to ask what is behind our universe, behind our cosmos. Imagine the concept of eter eternity, eternal time and no ending of room and space. How could that even possible? How can you explain that? Well, now imagine the opposite, that there is an end to everything. That there has been a time when there was no time yet. And that there is an end of our cosmos. What is behind? How can there be nothing? How could there have been nothing before? So, when we come to that point, I think the realization that everything here on earth works and that this whole complex system is working together will be even more magnificent than ever before. And if you now take that concept that we think to be true at the moment, that one day our whole universe exploded from one point and before that initial big bang there has been all that exists now been concentrated in one single dot in one single point being nothing but energy in the moment it started expanding energy transformed into material and all this material was well blown away moving apart from each other and only that moment you can measure time because in if if nothing is moving You won't have time because it will always, everything be, be exactly the same. There will not be change, never, ever. So there cannot be any time if there's no change. Only if one piece of matter is moving from one part to another, you can compare the two times and you see what happened. So with the expansion of the universe our time started and maybe one day everything will collapse again and end up in one single point and from there on there will be no time and there will be no material no matter anymore now if you take that concept you say everything that exists today has been energy before It doesn't matter whether it's energy now, whether it's waves, whether it's any kind of matter on Earth, on the Sun, somewhere in the universe. 
it all has been energy before and it transformed itself into matter and one day it will transform back into energy. That means everything in your body was energy before and will be energy one day. That also means that it doesn't really matter. If you pick up a stone, if you watch a tree, if you look at a dog, a horse, a dolphin, water, or a human being, everything that there is used to be energy. What are your thoughts? Your thoughts are electromagnetic energy that is maybe transforming the world. Nevertheless, it is just energy. As your brain is, as your heart is, as your bones are. They just appear in a different form today. But they have been energy before. That means everything that exists is the same. So if we are talking about one human consciousness or one living consciousness or the wholeness of everything there is and that you shall treat everybody else like you want to be treated and that you have to be sustainable with while you're surrounding the nature, the earth... It makes sense if you realize that everything has been the same before. If you take the concept of being reborn, yeah, of course, if everything has been energy before and everything is energy after, in the, mo the moment we are not on this planet anymore, our energy is still there. And it might go, well, to heaven, wherever that is. Or it might be materialized in another human being or a frog. So all of that can make sense. This is, again, the scientific part of this. But now, when you want to understand the reason for all of this happening then all of a sudden you become spiritual again then you might find well plenty of room for any kind of religion and although I don't know the truth I don't know why all of this happens What I came to realize is that everything on earth belongs together and everything can only exist in relation to something else. Because as long as we have been all energy in one single point, everything was the same and there was no time. There was no change. There was just pure existence 
And just by being separated, by being blown away, all of a sudden one part of the universe could exist in relation to everything it is not, to everything else. That is interesting concerning matter versus antimatter, light versus dark. But it's also interesting for everything that we are as human beings. Because if you break it down to yourself, you can only be who you are in relation to who you are not. I mean, you can only be alive if there are things that are not alive or people who are not alive anymore. So our opposite is always important to us. And here comes the free will in seeing things that are not you, in seeing and experiencing things, opinions, behavior that you don't want to be, you can, well, behave different. You can be somebody else in relation to that, in relation to what you are not. And all of a sudden, everything bad that happens, everything evil that happens, I mean, what does it mean, bad or evil? I mean, if we have all been energy before and if one time everything will be energy, I mean, it, it could also not matter at all. But I think that I, our ability to live, to experience, to understand, to feel, to think and to behave upon a free will gives us the chance and the opportunity and maybe even the duty to take an active and clear decision on who we are, want to be, on who you want to be. And everything that happens out there is just something like a mirror to us or like an example for us to realize who we are and to take active decisions on who we want to be. In the end of time, it doesn't matter what happened to you. It only matters who you are in relation to that. And I strongly believe that this is the spiritual aspect of being alive. We are alive to live. And living means experiencing. 
connecting to other human beings because we are all part of the same. Connecting to nature, connecting to animals, connecting to everything there is outside. To find out who we are and who we want to be in relation to everything we are not and at the same time are. Because we are all made out of the very same resource. Well, so far for my spiritual thoughts for today. Um, well, I'm interested what you think about this and if this helps you or gives you an idea on um, well, struggles that you had or that you might have. Imagine that your whole life's purpose is to experience as, as much as possible in order to differentiate yourself and at the same time be a part of the wholeness. Being part of the human consciousness or the spiritual consciousness of everything there is. Well, so far for today. I hope um, that's going to give you something to think about and I'll talk to you next week. Until then, take care.